Tonight's story comes from the Annotated Brothers Grimm, copyrighted 2012 by Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. Edited and translated by Maria Tartar. Story told by your host, me, Hilary Jane. still came true. There lived a king who had beautiful daughters. The youngest was so lovely that even the sun, which had seen so many things, was filled with wonder when it shone upon her face. There was a deep, dark forest near the king's castle, and in that forest, beneath an old linden tree, was a spring Whenever the weather turned really hot, the king's daughter would go out into the woods and sit down at the edge of the cool spring. And if she was bored, she would take out her golden ball, throw it up in the air, and catch it. That was her favorite plaything. One day, It so happened that the golden ball didn't end up in the princess's hands when she reached up to catch it, but fell down on the ground and rolled right into the water. The princess followed the ball with her eyes, but it disappeared, and the spring was so deep you couldn't even begin to see the bottom. The princess burst out crying, and she wept louder and louder unable to stop herself. Suddenly, a voice could be heard over her wailing. What's going on, princess? Stones would be moved to tears if they could hear you. The princess turned around to try and figure out where the voice was coming from and caught sight of a frog, which had stuck its big, old, ugly head out of the water. It's you, Splish Slasher. I'm crying because my golden ball has fallen into the spring. Be quiet and just stop sniveling, said the frog. I think I can help you. But what will you give me if I fetch your little plaything? Whatever you want, dear frog. My dresses, my pearls, my jewels, even the gold crown I I am wearing. (laughs) I haven't the least interest in your dresses, your pearls, jewels, or your golden crown. But if you promise to love me, let me be your companion and playmate. Let me sit beside you at the table and eat from your little golden plate. Let me drink from your little cup. And let me sleep in your little bed. If you promise me all of that, I will dive right down into the spring and bring back your golden ball. Oh, thank you. I'll give you anything you want as long as you get that ball back for me. But all the while she was thinking, what the 
even sense that stupid frog is talking. He's down there, in the water croaking away with all the other frogs. How could anyone want to have him as a companion? Once the frog had gotten her word, he put his head back in the water and dove down into the spring. And while he came paddling back with a ball in his mouth, he tossed it into the grass. When the princess saw her beautiful plaything in front of her, she was overjoyed. She picked it up and ran off with it. Wait for me, the frog cried out. Take me with you. I can't run all the way you can. He croaked as loudly as he could. But it did him no good at all. The princess had lost interest in him, hurried home as fast as her legs would carry her, and quickly forgot about the poor frog who had to crawl back down into the spring. The next day, the princess sat down to dinner with the king and with some courtiers and was waiting to eat dinner from her little golden plate when something came crawling up the marble staircase. Splash! 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 When it reached the top of the stairs, it knocked at the door and called out, Princess! Youngest princess, let me in. The princess ran to the door to see who was there. When she opened it, she saw the frog standing in front of her. Terrified, she slammed the door as hard as she could. She returned to the table. The king could see that her heart was pounding like mad, and he said, My child, what are you afraid of? Is there some kind of giant at the door coming after you? Oh no, it wasn't giant, it was just a disgusting frog. What in the world does a frog want with you? Oh, Father dear, yesterday when I was playing by the spring, my little golden ball fell into the water, and uh, because I was crying so hard, the frog got it for me. Because he was insistent, I promised that he could become my companion. Uh, I never thought that he would be able to leave the water, and now he's outside and he's demanding to come in and see me. Just then, there was another knock at the door. A voice cried out, Princess, little princess, let me in. Think back now to yesterday's oath down by the cold blue water. Princess, little princess, let me in. Once you make a promise to someone, you have to keep it. Just go and let him in. The princess went over and opened the door. The frog hopped right into the room and followed close on her heels until she reached her chair. 
Then he sat down and cried out, Lift me up and put me next to you. The princess hesitated, but the king ordered her to obey. Once the frog was up on the chair, he wanted to get on the table. And once he was there, he said, Push your little golden pipe closer to me so that we can eat together. The princess did as he said, but it was plain to see that she was not happy about it. The frog had enjoyed his meal, but every bite she had stuck in her throat. Finally, he said, I've had enough to eat, and I'm really tired. Take me up to your room and turn down the silken covers on your little bed. The princess began to weep, for she was terrified of the clammy frog. She didn't dare touch him, and now he was going to sleep in her beautiful clean bed. The king grew angry. You shouldn't scorn someone who helped you when you were in trouble. The princess picked up the frog with two fingers, carried him up to her room, and put him in a corner. When she was lying in bed, he came crawling over and said, I'm tired and won't sleep as much as you do. Lift me up into your bed, or I'll tell your father. The princess became really annoyed, picked up the frog, and threw him with all her might against the wall. Now you'll get your rest, you disgusting frog! When the frog fell to the ground, he was no longer a frog, but a prince with beautiful bright eyes. And at her father's bidding, he became her dear companion and husband. He told her that a wicked witch had cast a spell on him, and that only a princess could release him. The next day they planned to set out together for his kingdom. The two fell asleep, and in the morning after the sun had woken them, a coach drove up. It was drawn by eight white horses in golden harnesses with white ostrich feathers on their heads and back of the coach stood faithful Enrique, the servant of the young king. Faithful Enrique had been so saddened by the transformation of his master into a frog that three hoops had been placed around his chest to keep his heart from bursting with pain and sorrow. Now the coach had arrived to take the young king back to his kingdom, and faithful Enrique lifted the two of them into the carriage and took his place in the rear. He was elated by his master's transformation. When they had covered a good distance, the prince heard a crackling noise behind him as if something had broken. Enrique, the coach is in danger! No, my lord, it's not the coach. But I hope from round my heart, which was in deep pain, while you living in the spring like a frog, 
Prince heard the cracking noise, and he was sure that the coach was falling apart. But it was only the sounds of the hoops breaking from around Faithful Henrique's chest for his master. For he had been set free and was happy at last.